how it's I can't talk today guys how it's affecting me is not a struggle and I refuse to put it into that category because I know that this is going to be just an inconvenience for maybe another month maybe two and my my life in my realm is going to go completely back to normal which I'm extremely thankful for however on that note I understand that this is a struggle for some people and as a person that's not going through struggle we need to give back and I'm not saying you have to give money I'm saying that you can give back kind words you can message your friends that are on the front lines right now in healthcare workers or even the essential workers and just be nice to everyone like the people that are working at Dunkin Donuts are an essential worker you're able to go get your coffee still because of that person all my friends that are in grocery high up or lower in the company. They are all the essential workers. The garbage people that come to take our garbage away. The mailman. Like, say thank you. The pizza delivery man. Everyone that we take for granted. Every people that say get a real job. Well, thank God that they didn't get, quote, a real job because then you wouldn't be able to get your pizza, your garbage taken out, or anything else that you fucking assholes want to do. So maybe everyone needs to calm down, stop being so elitist, climb off your fucking high horses, and realize that you have it well. You have it good. All right? Um, I'm blessed to be able to live in a house that's well-prepared, has plenty of food, running water still, um, cushy. I'm cushy right now. My mom always told me, even when we're younger and older and going into adulthood, that when I wake up in the morning, my whole family, we say, I don't have a lot, but I have more than some people. We have to be thankful for what we have. Like, I have my laptop still. I have my social media networks where I can really make sure that majority of my friends and family are safe in one place where I don't have to do multiple phone calls. Or if I want to have multiple phone calls with people, I can. I still get to record my podcast with my friend Jay because we found a way to do it, even though she's stuck in Massachusetts. Like, there's so many things I'm utterly grateful for, and I'm not going to use dramatic language to describe my life right now because... I'm chilling, and I'm lucky to be chilling because there's some people that are really fucking feeling this, and just stop being so elitist. Stop. It's no, there's no point in it. Like all oh, all the lawyers, yeah. Well, all the lawyers are home, and there's people that need to still be taking money, and all the essential workers are still being able to provide for the families. And the more that we look down upon them the more that we should really look down upon ourselves i'm just really sick of all the finger pointing and name calling and fucking blaming that's happening in the world like it's a chinese disease well you were sold you're sending us for like shut the fuck up and sit down there are people dying everywhere not just in your community not just in your state and not just in your country it's all over the world this is affecting everyone Stop blaming the Republicans. Stop blaming the Democrats. Stop fucking pointing fingers. Stop putting, like, blanketed statements on Facebook saying that all Democrats believe that national disasters are created by the gays. Like, that's the most blanketed statement I ever heard. And then you're going to, quote, quote it, but not even cite the speaker? Like, do you realize how many people you're offending by putting that out there? Like, I'm religious, I have no qualms about gay people because do what you do. Live your life. Love is love. The way I view Jesus has nothing to do with how other people view it. There's many different seculars, if that's the right word, of religious people, and there's always going to be an extremist in anything. There's extremist white people. Hi, there's called the Ku Klux Klan. There's extremist African-American people that don't like white people. Like, there's trashy white people. There's trashy people in every race. But to sit there and say all or the majority of Republicans hate gay people? Have you gone around and talked to the majority of Republicans in this country? No. So sit down and shut the fuck up. I'm just over it. Like people don't realize they're pointing out, well, look at look what these two people said. One is an alt-right rabbi which shouldn't even be in the same sentence. And the other person is like an evangelical fucking asshole. They don't represent me as a religious person. They don't represent Republicans. They represent their individual thought. So stop grouping it into people. Like, stop. 
It's time to start getting polite and start getting real, America. This is the real world, okay? We're living in the real fucking world. Stop it. Sit down and shut the fuck up. And on the second note, I love all the people that are like, unity. Fuck yeah, unity. This is happening to everybody. And Cuomo was right. You need to directly, you need to care about something that directly doesn't affect you. I care about the coronavirus. It does not directly affect me. Do I have people that it has um, affected? Yes, I do. In my family and in the world and in my friend circle, I have people that have been directly affected by the coronavirus. It's separation of degree, just kind of like Kevin Bacon, but it's, it's affecting people and I care. And it's just annoying. Like, we need to start caring about things that don't directly affect us. That's how we bring change. And there's so many sheep in the world that just watch the fucking news and believe it's true. I watch everything. That's what nonpartisan means. I don't give a fuck about the Republicans or the Democrats or the fucking Libertarians or the fucking Green Party. Or I don't care. I'm just listening to a point of view. And I'm using my own logic and my own free thinking to evaluate what I actually believe from the information I'm given. And then I research that information to see if that information is right. Don't just read two articles on the internet, copy some weird fucking quote you found, quote it, not cite the speaker, and then say all Republicans or a majority of Republicans hate fucking gay people. I mean... You're just as bad. That's propaganda. You're just as bad as the fucking Fox News people that you hate. Sit down and shut the fuck up. I'm really fucking over it. And then I'm racist because I say, majority of you, have you spoke to the majority of Republicans to come up with this notion that all, like, most majority of Republicans hate gay people, but that makes me homophobic? I mean, where's the logic in that fucking thing? There's no logic in how we're creating a divide when we need to be creating unity. People get very upset with me that I believe in all religions. Well, how can you believe in all religions? Because I do and I practice them. I'm not saying I practice every single religion, but I respect every single religion and I understand why it's there because there is, it's a good thing to believe in higher power. I believe in the historical Jesus. I don't believe in the Jesus that people... Um, took from the great the ancient greek bible and then wrote it in like that thy, thy um they should not lay with man man should not lay with man it actually means man should not lay with child because i think we all can can agree that pedophiles are disgusting right it didn't mean man should not fuck a man get over it stop using the bible and jesus as your personal agenda to spew hate that's not what jesus is about read a fucking book that's not just the bible people because guess what? There's different interpretations of the Bible. So is that really a first-hand account? I mean, can we fucking go back to kindergarten politics? Please, once, maybe, maybe twice a week? Treat people the, the way you want to be treated? Yes, amen. Do that. Stop fucking hating everyone and creating more of a divide by freaking creating a hashtag of Trump, Trump genocide. I mean, don't you realize how ignorant that is to true genocide? To true fucking genocide? Sit down and shut the fuck up. And Trump's not Trump's not a fucking shining star, obviously. I mean, he said, oh, Haiti's a shithole. I mean, have you ever been to Haiti, you piece of shit? And usually people don't like Haiti because they still practice voodoo. I mean, sit down and shut the fuck up. That's my, that's my angle, Laura Ingram, who I don't even like either. Making fun of people that have, are on Xanax. I mean, get the fuck off. You want to tell people, oh, look at how immature they're being. Well, look at how you're presenting how immature you're being by being immature. I mean, is that logical, Laura? No. And I am on a first ba- name basis with you because I fucking hate you. It's just like I can't stand people that use a platform that should be promoting equality and human decency to just bring down anyone and make fun of anyone they possibly can. Like, some people are on Xanax because they need it because of mental health issues, and you're going to sit there and say, oh, I bet you the, Repu- the Democrats are running to get their Xanax because they're, they're not, uh, they're not, oh, my God, they're just so, like, crazy. It's like, oh, shut the fuck up, you smug bitch. Get down off your fucking high horse, too. And you know what, people? Everyone's like, we need to care about the politics. Amen. We fucking do. But I, I can't fucking handle these people that just care about the politics of the federal government. Like, hello, corruption starts in your community, my friend. Look at the mayors of your communities. 
like the mayor of Syracuse, Ben Walsh, I don't fucking particularly like him. You know why? Because he only listens to certain certain people and doesn't actually listen to the majority of the Syracusians that are trying to make their community better. It's really sad that individual organizations or non-for-profit do more for the Syracuse community than Ben Walsh has ever done since he's been in office. Can we raise a light to that? So how about you sit down and shut the fuck up, Ben Walsh? Going to every shooting scene? What the fuck is that going to do? Oh, I, well, I was at the shoot. I went to the shooting scene. Cool. So did the fucking neighbors. But guess what? They can't just go to the shooting scene. They live in the shooting scene. So maybe you should sit down and shut the fuck up and try to figure out how you're going to represent Syracuseans better. Okay? And then this bullshit that they're closing the fucking bus uh, portal. I mean, come on. Are you kidding me? Use social distancing. Take some freaking police officers and make sure people are doing social distancing there so people can actually like get what they need to get. Like, my friend can't even go to an interview anymore because he couldn't go to the bus. Because the buses were canceled. How do you expect people to get around? That's the most obscene thing ever. But then you say that you care about Syracusians. No, you fucking don't. Sit down and shut the fuck up, Ben Walsh. And everyone else in your fucking little organization. Corrupt bullshit. And people say, well, people voted them in. Yeah, because what are our fucking options? More corrupt, more corrupt, kind of corrupt. I don't know. That's like putting um, three cakes that are all kind of expired and say, well, I wonder which one will taste slightly better. You're going to pick one if you're hungry, but it's still going to taste like shit. Like, let's use logic. If you're learning any from, anything, pardon me, from this coronavirus, it's that you have a fucking voice. You have a stance and you have a fucking voice and use it. Don't just wait until the shit hits the fan. Use it for your local government. Express to Como how fucked up the bail reform really is. We don't need overcrowding within jail. I mean, there's so many people that get incarcerated for like one person had 20 years for having a joint. And guess what the color of their skin was? African, black. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? Let her out of jail. It's it's decriminalized, right? So why the fuck do you still have people in jail on marijuana offenses? Mayor fucking Juana. It's what our constitution was written on. All the founding fathers were high as fuck, man. Like, who gives a shit? Really focus on heroin and crack and crack cocaine? Why don't you focus on those drugs? But you probably won't focus on crack cocaine because you like the African-American community to be put down, right? Because they're the black sheep, no pun intended. I've been, I'm white. I see white privilege everywhere. I have it. I got pulled over, right? First time ever getting pulled over since I've had my license. I got pulled over for running a red light. The cop stopped me. I rolled my window down. I said, hi, officer, how are you? He said, good. Do you know what you did? I honestly kind of didn't. I was like, I turned right on red, maybe? He's like, no, you ran a red light. And I was like, oh, okay. Whatever. I don't admit anything I did wrong. It's not illegal unless you get caught. So it's illegal now because I got caught doing it. But I'm not going to admit. Do you know what you did wrong? No! Why the fuck would I admit that? Yeah, I ran a red light. I know. Give me a ticket. No, I'm going to say no. This is one time that I'm okay with fucking lying. Because who gives a shit? Like, I looked both ways before I ran it. I couldn't stop. Because if I stopped, I was going so fast, I would have created an accident. So I said, why don't I just run a red light and save some people some lives? That was my spin on it. Whatever. So as I'm looking for my ID, I'm realizing in my head I don't know where my fucking ID is. Now, I'm getting really nervous. I'm like, fuck, I don't even know where my ID is. I'm operating a motor vehicle. This is uh, crucial information I need to have. He's talking to me like, have you been drinking? It was um, Thanksgiving Eve. I don't drink. So I was like, no. I picked up my friend. He's drunk. He wanted to get food. You know, whatever. My apartment's right over there. Okay, be on your way. I was like, this motherfucker didn't even want my ID, license, registration, fucking nothing. He just, I talked myself out of it. He didn't even give me a fucking ticket. So I was like, okay, I mean, cool. Thank you. But that's white privilege. I ran, a, I ran a stop sign in front of a Syracuse cop. They didn't do shit about it. Now, if it was a black person, bet your ass they would have got pulled over. And that's white privilege. Even when I have my friends in the car that are African-American, they're like, we're not going to get pulled over because we're with you. I'm like, that's fucking sad. That because now, like, we're, I'm like, black people, take, us, take it back. Be like, I need a token white person. Sit in my car, bitch. I'd be like, okay. Shit. That's what an ally is. Like, fuck, if my friend, I told any of my friends that are in the African community, if you get fucking pulled over on some bullshit, you fucking call me. And I don't care where I am, I'm coming to the fucking scene. Because guess why? I have information. I went to school for law. I'm not fucking dumb. 
Come at me. You want to you want to racial profile my fucking friends? Let's go. Here's a white face staring right at you, calling out your own fucking bigotry. What are you gonna do now, you stupid motherfucker? I've gotten to swear fights with cops many a fucking times. I've never been fucking arrested or um, thrown to the ground and suffocated to death. Knock it off. The cops need to sit down and shut the fuck up too. Crooked cops do, and there's a lot of them in the world. I'm not talking about all cops. I know cops. I have friends. I have family that are, quote, cops, apparently, even though we're in the mob. Okay. Uh, those crooked cops, too. Sorry. Sorry, ancestors, but, like, both my family were in the mob, so, I mean, I'm not dumb. I know how this shit works. I know who's crooked, who's not. I know pushing an agenda. Like, why do you think I have a Louis, uh, I have a fucking bat in my car? I'm not, I, like, I have street smarts because I was blessed to be raised with mob, mob mentality, does that make me a bad person because my family's in the mob? No. Does it make an African-American a bad person because one of their cousins are locked up for murder? No, it doesn't. Don't use someone's family's actions as to put and cast shadows on them. The fuck? I'm not, I'm not living for my sins of my family. I know my family has killed people. I would never kill anyone in my fucking life, so don't put that shit on me. One of my best fucking friends, Dell, he was in the gang. He shot people, he stabbed people, and he did his time. He's the best fucking person I ever met in my life. Will have my back no matter what. If I was ever in a situation where someone disrespected me, Dell has, ha- has my back. And I have his. And I love him. Because of the person he is, and what he's went through, and what he's accomplished in his life. I don't like his color of his skin. Look, if I don't like someone, it's because of their character. I don't give a fuck what color skin you are. If you're an asshole, you're a fucking asshole. I'm not going to associate with you. But I'm also not, not going to have an amazing person in my life based on the color of their skin. Like, what is that? That's the stupidest thing ever. And then they're like, well, Jesus. Well, shut the fuck up and sit down. Jesus hung out with prostitutes, smoked marijuana, and if you really fucking read one of the Bibles, one time he went into this place, flipped some tables over, and said, don't sell this shit in here. Okay? So, calm down. I had this lady say... I was a private Uber for them. It was a client I had. I didn't go through Uber. I was a private. I was private Uber. She paid me money to bring her places. Whatever. She was Italian. I'm Italian. Italians are racist as fuck. I will say that. Some Italians are racist as fuck. Not all Italians. Some Italians are really fucking racist. Uh, I grew up in, unfortunately, an extremely racist um, Italian household. Not my mom, but like generationally wise. And I've definitely heard some of my Italian family members say some really fucked up shit. And I remember trying to say something back, and my mom's like, you respect your elders, don't you say shit right now. And I'm like, this is insane. Do you hear what they just said? The hatred that just came out of their mouth, even though they have no idea who these people are? And I'm not allowed to say anything, because the hierarchy in my family makes me sit down and shut the fuck up. Which I get, whatever, I respect it, I'm not going to say anything. But kids have opinions. And sometimes, 99.9% of the times, your kids' opinions on the world are so much better than yours because they're not jaded anymore. So you can actually take this time to ask your kids what they think about the coronavirus and realize that they're not just little fucking sheep that are sitting around coloring and watching fucking um, play Nintendo Switch all day. They have fucking opinions just like you. So the lady, whatever, going back because I spiraled, the lady... She found out I had medical marijuana because I have an anxiety disorder. And she was like, I can't associate with anyone that smokes marijuana. But I'm like, but you love Jesus, right? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Be on. I'm not going to change you. I'm not going to be like, read a book, bitch. Because whatever. You already read the book. You didn't comprehend what the book really meant. And now it's not my turn. Like, you don't want to hang out with me because I smoke marijuana? Cool. Keto's kick rocks. I don't really give a fuck. If you're that ignorant, get out of my face. I'm not going to change anyone. You can't change people, you guys. You can't change them. You're not going to walk into a freaking Ku Klux Klan meeting and be like, hi, guys, I'm here to change you. They don't care. They're ignorant. They see all the change in the world, and they stay in the same, like, weird-ass 1950s Jim Crow laws bullshit. I am white person. I have power. You're not going to change them no matter what. If they wanted to change, they would have already changed themselves. The only way that you can create change is to put your point across to the people that can hear it and maybe just maybe there's a person that didn't think that way before that will change but you can't go into a Ku Klux Klan meeting and say hi guys here's a salad how about you don't hate me anymore oh thanks for the salad but get the fuck out it's going to be the same thing as the pilgrims thank you for making all this food now we're going to kill you 
oh, I thought breaking bread was part of your religion, like Last Supper. No, fuck Jesus. I mean, he was cool, but he died for our sins. We've murdered him anyway. Oh, 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 you murdered Jesus. Oh, yeah, wow. Wow. Watch the life of Brian and then come back to me is all I'm going to tell people. Watch the life of Brian and then come fucking back to me with this hypocritical bullshit. And look, I have had to carry the sins of asshole religious people because I've had someone like, wow, you do, you go to church every Sunday. Like I'm a Baptist. And I was like, yeah, I love my church. Like, well, so you hate gay people? I'm like, that is the most ignorant fucking question. Like when Trump, is Trump a fucking psychopath? Yeah. Is he, is there some kind of comedic relief in highway politics? There is if you try to look at it. Because when the, the, some lady asked him a question, he's like, that's the dumbest question I ever fucking heard. And I was just like, <laughs> that's what I would say to someone. Is it right? No. Should you have said it? Maybe. But are you going to, maybe not, but are you going to change him? No. You're not going to change Cheeto. He's chilling. Living his best life. He doesn't give a fuck what comes out of his mouth. Just like most people. 99.9% of people don't give a flying fuck what comes out of their mouth. And that's what's wrong. Words have power, my friends. That's why... If you are in a verbally abusive relationship or a physically abusive relationship, I've been in both. The first time I was in a relationship in my early 20s and this guy broke my hand. It hurt. Yes, but it healed. Now, I've been in multiple, maybe four or five relationships after that because I shouldn't have been in a relationship. I should have taken that time to realize that this guy broke my hand and was verbally abusive to me, um, went through domestic violence hard. Unfortunately, every woman in my family has. And I had to take the time out to really reevaluate how, why I'm never going to let another individual uh, tell me my fucking self-worth ever in my life. I don't care who you are. My family, my friend, some Joe Smo on the street. You don't fucking, nothing you say to me is going to make me change how I feel about myself. But before that, it was hard. I let people have the power of my self-worth to make me feel bad about myself. I let them have that power. So going back to like the verbally abusive thing, my hand healed. I got over him. I don't speak to him anymore. If I see him on Instagram or Facebook, it doesn't bring chills down my spine. However, sticks and stones can break your bones, but words can break your heart. It's true. It was harder for me to get over the verbally abusive stuff that people have had said to me my whole life. Not just in relationships, but in the way I grew up with my dyslexia and other disabilities I have, how people treated me in school and college and the work environment, I've been discriminated against my whole life because of my disability. So now take that, right? Anyone that you've been, you like hate black people say, right? But then you have a a daughter or a sister that has um, a mental deficiency and you hate the way they discriminate against them because they can't help it. They were born that way. Use that ideology towards the African-American person that you're oppressing are talking shit to. They were just born that way. It's a different pigment of the skin. Think of that before you want to say the N-word or before you call them other disgusting names. Think of that before you look at them like they're shoplifting when they are law-abiding citizens. You don't look at every African-American person as a shoplifter or a criminal just because there's some people that do. Just like you don't look at every white person as a Ku Klux Klan member that hate black people because there's some that do. I mean, let's use logic, people. Logic. It's a great thing. Logic. I love it. It's like, oh, fuck, logic? That helps me navigate this crazy fucking world? There's one little thing called logic? Read a fucking book on logic. And until you do, sit down and shut the fuck up. Because everyone that's complaining, I hate Trump, he's a fucking asshole. And then the Trump people are like, oh, I hate Pelosi, she's a fucking asshole. And then the other people, oh, I hate the government, they fucking suck. Okay, well, you put that propaganda out there saying, like, everyone that's a, de- everyone that's a Democrat um, wants to give money to everyone and have no responsibility for it. Not true. Uh, everyone that's a Republican hates Mexicans. Not true. Blanket statement. Uh, there's so many more, more things. Everyone that's white hates black people. Not true. Every black person hates a white person. Not fucking true. I mean, it's like, where's the logic in any of this? Your eyes are all promoting propaganda. Sit down and shut the fuck up. Now, do I think it was wrong of Pelosi to try to slip in that we need better fuel emissions in um, our airlines? For the p- period of time that we're in now, yeah. I mean, do we need it? Fuck yes. I'm about the environment. But Pelosi... Learn your audience. Sit down and shut the fuck up. 
the Sharpie debate. Guys, sit down and shut the fuck up. I mean, oh my God. The debate about the Chinese disease. He was racist. Listen, Trump has been extremely racist for 99% of this um, this horrible four years that we've been in with this Cheeto fucking running our country. But I can say with some certainty that that was, I don't believe he was being racist in that point in time. Let it go. There's other things to worry about right now. Please stop. This is making it all worse. We need to be focusing on the essential workers that are, are the backbone of our economy and the heroes right now that are first responders, soldiers, anyone with any medical background putting their lives on the line to make sure that America and the world is safe. I'm not just talking about America. I'm talking about the world. I'm talking about every healthcare worker in the world right now is going to work every fucking day so we can eventually go back to work. They are the fucking heroes. The people that are still working at gas stations are the fucking heroes. The people that some people look down upon on because they work at a gas station, that's your fucking hero. So the next time you want to go in to get your fucking Alvitas little 99 cent coffee and you're rude to them, maybe you should put on a smile and say, thank you for working today. I'm sure you would rather be with your family, but I fucking appreciate you. It's not that hard. It's not that hard to be a good person. It's not. It's actually quite fucking easy. But everyone uses, oh, I'm angry, so I'm going to be a dick. Okay, well, that, you know what that makes you actually an asshole? It makes you a fucking asshole because we all are angry. I have anger. I'm a Scottish, Irish, Italian, and German. I'm the fucking Antichrist. I'm in a civil war with my fucking self because I hate... Scottish and German people don't get... Or Scottish, pardon me, Scottish and Irish people don't get along. Like, I mean, come on. I have anger. I have a fucking alcoholic. Every single stereotype of a Scottish Irish person. I'm sitting right here. Hey, it's me. Like, assault? Yeah, definitely done it. Um, alcoholism? Yeah, definitely have done it. Screamed at the top of my lungs at a, a, a gas station worker? I've definitely done it. Have I learned from it? Yeah. Stole something? Yeah, I've done it. I mean, fuck. If people act like they have no sins, shut up. Sit down. So fucking annoying. And then people are like, well, what can I do to make my life better right now? Do it. What do you mean? What, do, you have a, do you have advice on what I can do to make my life better? No. Seek within yourself and fucking try to figure it out. Like, I, I, what? Like, or do you have advice on how I can make my own business during this time? Yeah, Google it. Put in the fucking work. Nothing is handed to you. Nothing good is ever going to be handed to you. Me being sober for seven months, wasn't, seven months wasn't handed to me. I worked my ass off to do here. I've had triggers where I wanted to go to the bar and get some Jameson because that's my drink. But I didn't go. I went to the bar, but I got a mocktail. I still go to the bar all the time. The only people that know I'm sober are the people I went to the bar with and the bartender. Because I'll be like, hey, bartender, I'm sober. I want a mocktail. Most not ignorant bartenders are like, fuck yeah, mocktail. Uh, what kind of mocktail you want? I'm like, uh, give me a vodka soda, you know, without the vodka. They make it. They don't judge me. Some asshole uh, bartender's like, mocktail? What the fuck's that? And I'm like, it means no alcohol, you fucking schmuck. What do you mean? Then they're like, that's rude to say. Yeah, it's, I'm treating you how you're treating me. I don't care. Like, I, I treat people the way they treat me. I treat people the way I want to be treated. So if I'm nice to you and then you're rude to me, no, fuck you. My Irish and Scottish comes out and I'm a fucking asshole. There's a time and place. I'm not just going to go up to some random person on the street and say, hey, you look fat today. You know why? Because that would be an asshole thing to do. But you could go up to a random person on the street and say, I love that sweater on you. And guess what? You'll probably make their fucking day because you don't know what people are going through. You don't. So yeah, when people make fun of me for wanting to get a mocktail and then I say, well, I've been sober for seven months, dude. And then they change their tune. They're like, oh, yeah, I'll make a mocktail for you. I'm like, oh, well, you know, thanks. You stupid, cock-sucking, misogynistic piece of fucking garbage. So I will be drinking like seven mocktails, hanging out. I don't have the urge to drink. I'm chilling. People think I'm drinking. No one bothers me unless they have they talk to me for a little bit. And they're like, what are you drinking? I'm like, I'm drinking a mocktail. They're like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, yeah, I've been sober for seven months, but I love the bar. My Grandpa Red, on my Irish side, he owned his own bar in Tip Hill. I'm a bartender. I love the bar. I think it's a great fucking place. So I'm nev- not going to go to the bar, not going to not go to the bar just because I'm a so- I'm an alcoholic. I'm just going to be a sober alcoholic at the bar, living the best life, playing pool, playing darts, hanging out, talking to people. I love it. I love my regulars when I work at the bar once in a while. They're fucking shit. They're like, Caitlin, that's so cool. You're a sober bartender. I'm like, yeah, but I'm I'm making all y'all drink for I can't. 
I'm the best person to bring to a party because I'm like, who else wants a shot? I get everyone drunk because I can't drink. I'm in bed everyone else's addiction. And then just laugh when you guys come to me and say, this is probably something I shouldn't be doing. I say, yes, probably not. I'm not going to change you. I fucking hate sober people. If they go into, like, go to a party, like, you guys shouldn't be drinking that much. Shut the fuck up and sit down. I fucking hate religious people that are like, oh, marijuana is for the devil. It's like, shut the fuck up and sit down. Stop trying to change people. People will change when they want to change. Accept them and move on. You know how many people I had to accept in my life? A lot of them. Because I'm not going to change my dad from being a complete dick. I'm not going to change him. I basically have... Imagine Bill Burr on your screen being your fucking father. That's my dad. He's Bill fucking Burr. He's an Irish, Scottish fucking asshole. And he's never going to change. Because guess why? His... Love you, Grandpa Red. He was... Sorry, I feel like my Grandpa Red's going to be, like, really mad at me. But my dad, my Grandpa Red, in the mob, alcoholic, and he could be an asshole. He was Scottish and Irish, and he was in the fucking mob, and he was an alcoholic and owned a bar. He was a fucking asshole. Look, you're not going to change people. You can only change yourself. You can only realize that the best thing you can do is stop negative language, stop being dramatic, and say, you know what, this is an inconvenience for me right now. I know what other people are going through and that is a struggle I will get through this I will persevere through this and uncertainty is my middle name that's my uncertainty is my middle name my my life has been uncertain since the day I was fucking born why I don't need to explain it to you but it has uncertainty is my middle name I'm not afraid of it I say thank you I accept it the cards that I've dealt I see different ways to change them around the best thing I can say is I'm a coffee bean and this is where the ideology stems from. Here, there's three pots. There's an apple. There's a um, egg, a carrot, and a coffee bean. Right? Same water, whatever. Boiling. You put the egg in. You put the carrot in. You put the coffee bean. Separate pots. The egg. It goes hard. It's hard when it goes in. Right? But the environment or the society around it, it creates a really soft shell that gets sad and suppressed. And sensitive. We've all been there. We've all been that egg, right? The carrot, same kind of thing. It gets hard. It's it, it's it's hard when it goes in, and soft when it comes out, because of the water, because of the society. We've all been a carrot. We've all been a fucking egg. But then the coffee bean goes in, and changes the water around it. So you always want to be a coffee bean, my friends. And I've always been a coffee bean. I always will be a coffee bean. I've forgot that I've been a coffee bean for, and I've turned into an egg and I transitioned into a carrot. And then I realized that my spirit and my mentality and how I live my life is a coffee bean. And I will change the environment around me. You have the power to change your life. People say, well, I wish I could have did that. Why couldn't you? Because self-doubt. The only thing to fear is fear itself. Who gives a shit? I... I want to be a stand-up comedian. I go on stage and no one thinks I'm funny. Wow, just reminds me of my family because they told me I wasn't funny my whole life. Hecklers, bring them on. I've had hecklers my whole life. Who cares? Not everyone's going to like you. And nor should you want to be liked by everyone because that means that you're not being authentic. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. You don't like me? Kick rocks. Go somewhere else. Mute me, cancel me, or turn me off. I'm not for everyone. I don't want to be for everyone. Live your best fucking life somewhere else because I don't want your energy near me. It's that simple. It's like when you're on your phone and you're like, oh my God, I never knew my phone could do this. Yeah, because you had to activate it first, just like you. I never knew I could handle that. Exactly. Because you had to activate it. You were put, your flight or fight, and you fought. You fought that fucking war, the battle within yourself, and you won. And now over the mountain you saw that valley and maybe you walked through the valley for a little bit and then you found another mountain but you keep doing it because you know you can step the fuck up and for the people that want to make people feel bad for themselves sit down and shut the fuck up and then the people that want people to feel good about themselves rise up use your voice we listen to too many negative ass motherfuckers in this media we need more that are trying to raise people's voice go to fucking church Read a fucking book. I'm not saying Jesus is for everyone. Fine. I'm reading the book on historical Jesus, not the Bible. Whatever. I'm reading the Bible too, but then I'm using my knowledge of educational and the Bible to kind of sift through what I believe and what I don't. That's what religion is. You don't have to believe in everything. I asked someone, in not, in, it was 11th, 12th grade. We came up, it was um, right when Obama got into 
no, I think that was the year after. Yeah. I was a junior when Obama got elected. Or, oh, so the next year, we're talking. And the gay rights came up. And this lady, this, well, she's not a lady anymore. I mean, the, the girl, she's a woman, this woman now, um, went to opposing for gay marriage. And I asked her why. And she said, because it's against my religion. And I said, that's fucking stupid. And I got kicked out of the class. But, it, like, you're using someone else's ideology to conform your own? Where's your freedom of fucking thinking? So you're using an ideology that you don't even know the origin of, that someone fucking told you. That's how, what, race, and these are African-American people. Well, that's how racism starts. Can we use our fucking logic, please? Oh, my God, sit down and shut the fuck up. I can't. I fucking can't deal with it. You're justifying hating gay people based on the same way people started to hate, hate black people? Okay. I'm happy I got kicked out of that fucking class for telling her she was fucking stupid. Because I had the right to say that too. You're fucking stupid. And she said, I don't even know. I don't, honestly guys, I don't think anyone could make a good, rational reason for black or African American, or for black people not to have the same rights for gay people not to have the same rights like for Asian Americans that are going through a hard time right now like stop not buying corona because of the coronavirus are you all that fucking stupid there should be no reason why corona dropped 30% that's insane to me morons you xenophobic idiots um or that people aren't going to Chinese restaurants anymore give me a fucking break and not the good break like a Kit Kat bar just give me a fucking break that shit's ridiculous or when 9-11 happened and people turned their back on the Muslim community? Give me a fucking break. Talk about being on the wrong side of fucking history. And so many people preach, well, back in the day, Jim Crow laws, people were on the wrong side of fucking history. Yeah, well, where the fuck were you when the Muslim people started to get attacked? Ask yourself that. I'm just sick of this whole fucking country and this whole fucking world. I'm sick of fucking everyone just having these fucking opinions, thinking they're facts and just spewing them out. Oh, God, here's my opinion. No, well, take your opinion and shove it up your fucking asshole. If I didn't ask you for your opinion, I don't want to fucking hear it. I don't fucking want to hear it. I say it to my family. Oh, well, I think that's a bad choice. Uh, That's great. Did I ask you? No? Okay, so why are you telling me? Take your opinion and shove it up your asshole. Because these are the same people that when I get to do stand-up comedy and God, like, God hoping I get to fucking do it into a way where I have a platform... God, not even money. I don't care. I have pl- I have money. I have plenty of money right now that I worked my ass off for. I grew up poor. I worked my ass off for my money. I'm not an elitist. I'm not a rich kid with a silver spoon in their mouths. Like I'm, I come from smart, fucking hardworking individuals that have always told me that the way you get in the world is you put hard work, you put your nose to the grindstone, and you fucking get it. And even if you're upset because you have to go to work every fucking day, you get out of your bed, and you fucking go, and you never call out, and you do what you gotta do, and you save up money, and then when you wanna quit, just fucking walk out, because they don't really care about you anyway. <laughs> uh, so If I ever get like prestige from having a platform to speak my mind, and then all these family members are gonna come back and be like, we always knew you could do it. It's like, shut the fuck up and sit down. I'm not giving you shit. You pieces of shit. You didn't help me when I needed it, did you? No. You made me feel bad about it. You made me feel bad that at 29 or, yeah, 29 I got out of a psych ward because I was so fucked up from my past experiences with you guys being so fucked up to me that you called me a pussy after I got out of the psych ward because I shamed the family by fucking crying because that's not what Irish, Italian, and German, and Scottish people do. I mean, fucking talk about fucked up ideology passed down from generations. Kick fucking rocks. I don't even care. Whoever you are. If you're my family and you're a fucking piece of shit, I'm going to accept you. I'm not going to change you, but I'm not going to call you every fucking day. And there are people in my family I call every fucking day. My 99-year-old great aunt, I call her every fucking day. I talk to my mom every fucking day. I've always never really felt like I had a family, so I created my own. And it's the same as the ball culture in New York City. Like, these amazing individuals that got kicked out of their family, they're supposed to unconditionally love them. And then they go to New York City and get apartments, and then take kids in that have gone through the same things as them. There's beauty in that. Just because they went through a thing that didn't make them unconditionally love, didn't take away their unconditional love for other people, and that's, there's beauty in that. And those are the people that people are saying, I hate gay people. Why? Because they have sex with someone that looks like them? 
talk, you should hate yourself if you're date, if you're married to someone that looks kind of like you, but the only thing different is they have a dick and they're not related. Like, you're a fucking weirdo, asshole. Sit down and shut the fuck up. I'm just sick of it. The fucking hypocrisy in this, in this country and world and our society and what we need to do, like, well, oh, you, you run a non-for-profit? Well, how's your credit score? Oh, yeah, because my credit No, when, when I fucking die, no one's going to go to my funeral and say, you know what? God, that Caitlin, great credit score. Think about that before you judge people based on their net fucking worth. Dickheads. I'm just so over it. Um, positive things. I have think positive thoughts every day. Look in my car. This is my office. I, like, I live with my mom. I moved in with my mom to help her retire. And then the coronavirus happened. And they were quarantined together. And I was just like, oh, fucking Jesus. My mom is very opinionated, sassy, 100% Italian. Well, no, she's Irish. She's Irish. She's a fucking mixture. She's Irish. Scottish and Italian, so she's got me a little fucking crazy. We have, she has the Irish, um, Scottish temper, and then she has the Italian attitude. She's a fucking wrecking ball. That song by, uh, Miley Cyrus was actually written by my mom. Came in like a wrecking ball. Like, every day she'll just come in like, I'm fucking mad! I'm like, why, Ma? Like, what's wrong with you? She's like, I'm fucking mad! I don't have to explain shit to you! I'm like, oh, get! I'm like, I'm going to my room. Uh, once you decide to not be a child and throw temper tantrums anymore, uh, call me. I'll order us dinner. Love you. Bye. Um, and then ironically, she's the one that gave me Think Positive every day. So, okay. so, um, so we got quarantined together. And then I was like, gee, I couldn't. I was like, I'm not going to be able to fucking handle this. I thought I would be able to like leave the house for like a week, come home, and be like, hey, mom, everything good? Give her a little bit of money. Fix up the backyard. Like maybe get my friends that are in construction to like make her a fucking dope-ass backyard, and then, like, maybe see each other, like, three times a week. But, unfortunately, now we're stuck with each other every day, and it's a hard relationship to navigate, but it's good because we're working on it. Um, and we're learning space and boundaries, and I'm happy that I'm here. It's not a struggle for me to be here because I'm, I'm happy because I know that I, w- I was on my own, you know, for nine years since I was 20, and I did it, and I didn't burn down a house, and I never fucking got arrested, and I didn't lose a limb or toe, so I'm coming back, kind of graduating from the college of life, and now my mom kind of has to realize that I am an adult, I pay my own bills, and I buy all my own shit, and I help, we split groceries, and it's a very communal household now, and my mom's having a very difficult time, like, wrapping her head around that I'm not the child anymore, um, but it's an inconvenience to be dealing with my crazy-ass Italian Scottish mom. It's not a fucking struggle by any stretch of the imagination. Like, there's people that don't even have fucking food. My mom would be like, Caitlin, what do you want for dinner? And I'm like, I don't know. What are you making, Ma? She's like, it's either going to be roast beef or, cor- or chicken cordon bleu. Which one do you want for the, su- for the main? And then I'm probably going to make homemade mashed potatoes, maybe some grain beans. Uh, I don't fucking know. What do you want? That's, I'm living in a fucking five-star hotel. I have nothing to be upset about. Anyway, so I have in my, so I bought, since when she does piss me off, because she can be a fucking beaut, that lady, I go to my car as my office. Because then, Italians have a thing where if you really piss them off, and you walk to another room, like, why are you in your car? Just walk to another room. No, that doesn't fucking work with Italians. They want the last word. And even when they think they have the last word, then they, their minds somehow change into these, like, fucking psychos that realize they didn't have the last word. So my mom would start yelling at me, especially when I was younger. She would start yelling at me, like, in the living room. And then I would go to the kitchen or something. And then she would follow me in there and yell at me there. So then I was like, fuck, you can't get away from these people. They're fucking crazy. So I would walk upstairs in my room, and I would literally put music on. And you could hear my fucking mother screaming from downstairs. Like, screaming at, at like, a wild fucking banshee. And another fucking thing. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. I can't get shit done. It's embarrassing. She's a fucking loony town. So I go to my car, thinking that my car is going to be a safe place. She won't, she'll be, if I go to my car, I'm parked in the driveway, I'm sitting in my car. It means I don't want to talk to you. I want to be around you right now. I need my personal space. This bitch stomps out today, earlier, as I'm on a conference call with a business partner, stomps out and says, where are my fucking cigarettes? Just like that. And I was like, oh, my fuck. I was like, Mom, I don't know. We, we split fucking cartons. Like, look for them. You have them. I'm like, I didn't steal. I stole seven cartons, cigarettes, and shoved them in to my fucking car so you couldn't smoke. Where's the logic in that, mother? So then I gave him my cigarettes. And she's like, you're fucking done. You hear me? You fucking capiche? You fucking shrewd spatano? 
screaming at me in Italian. I'm fucking mortified. I'm on my fucking business call with a part with like a partner. And they're like, who the fuck was that? I was like, my crazy ass mom. They're like, why does she act like that? I'm like, she's Irish, Italian, German, Scottish. They're like, oh, I feel bad for her. I'm like, yeah. Anyways, so I have Think Positively Every Day in my office. I have um, Unfuck Yourself by Jerry Gunn Bishop. Who, bitch, he is my spirit animal. If I could pick a father, it would be Gary John Bishop. I like how he speaks. I like the roughness of Scottish culture, since I am Scottish. Um, From Glasgow, actually. I've been doing it. My mom recently, I was raised to believe I was Scott. I was German and Irish, or pardon me, I was uh, Italian and Irish. Oh my god, it's so cute, Robin. I come cuddle. I wanna, I wanna cuddle a bird one day. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go say hi to this Robin really quick. Sorry guys. Hey buddy, I know you see me. Hi. What's up? A little perch. That's so cool. Um, he's just chilling too. He's like, I'm hanging out, living the best life. He's laughing at all the humans like coronavirus. Who? Ha <laughs> ha, bitch. Let me go shit on your car really quick. Um, <laughs> what was I talking about? Oh, Unfuck Yourself by Gary John Bishop. Uh, excellent, wonderful, just, oh yeah, wait, I'm backtracking. Uh, Scottish. Okay, so, I was raised and told I was Italian and Irish and that's it. Which is, that's so unbelievable. Like, we're all mutts. Like, calm down. Um, so I went on Ancestry.com and I looked into my de- my grandpa on my mom's side because he was not in her life and I found this a wealth of information regarding him and his family and they're from Glasgow, Scotland and then they moved to Kentucky um, sorry, someone messaged me uh, and basically they own slaves so I was like, oh, colonizers, wonderful I knew they were somewhere in my fucking lineage um, so it was interesting so I like that he's Scottish and I feel like that's like how, if I ever met my grandpa he, I've heard he was rough around the edges and so I feel like that's how my grandpa would talk to me. So I, I enjoy him. And I enjoy what he says very much so. And then I have uh, The Forest of Love. Who is this from? Mm-hmm. Some poetry because I do it. I can't pronounce his last name because I'm dyslexic. Jack. Jack someone. Not Jack. Kerouac. Uh, Jack. P-A-L-A-N-C-E. Playston something. I add words. Playston. There's no S-T on it. Love isn't, let's read some. Love isn't necessary for, wait, I suck at reading. Love isn't necessarily for always. A week, a month, a year perhaps. And then moments of scattered remembrance sprinkled like jewels across the entity of one's belief, belief existence. Love isn't always, always. Love isn't necessary for always. But love is always and everywhere. The sun, the moon, some lost tiny star radiating hopefully across the pathways of the solar giants. Look Look for me. Look at me. Look. And I'm in love. I am love. Please look. See the twinkling gaze eyes of a universe smoldering with an eruption of passion that threatens to danger a world of insufferable madness a week a month a year perhaps and then drools across entities but love me and let me love you for just a while or for always Mm, yes that's a great i love it and I have this book because before I got into quarantine, I met the man of my dreams, my uh, Prince Charmin, as people are saying now. Um, I met Prince Charmin, and I was working as a band manager for this local band from where I'm from. They got nominated for an award, so I had to go to the award show, obviously, because I'm not a shitty hole. I'm not a shithole band manager, so I was like, I'll go to the awards. Um, and I was bored as fuck at the awards after a while. We won, we won the award, and it was like the first award in the night, and then everything was cool, and the music was amazing, but then it kind of got dry, so I was like, fuck it, I'm smoking a cigarette. So I went outside, I smoked a cigarette, and there's two dudes there, and I could not for the life of me get this fucking lighter, my lighter to work. I don't know why, it was brand new. I was like, whatever. 
I turned around and was like, hey, do you guys have a lighter? And they both pulled one out. One was a crack lighter and one was a nice lighter. So the gentleman that pulled the crack lighter out, I said, I have to respectfully decline your crack lighter. I am going to go ahead and take this nice lighter. And I lit my cigarette. I gave it back to the gentleman. I turned back around and um, I was just kind of looking at the street and I was like, well, we're all here smoking a cigarette. Might as well have a conversation. So I turned back around and I said, are you guys in bands? And they said, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's why you're here. And they said, no, our bands weren't nominated, but we support local music scene. I'm like, that's super dope. I was like, my band is no- was nominated. We won. They're like, oh, you're in a band? I was like, no, I'm the band manager. We started talking. Yada, 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 yada. We're talking, we're talking. Um, I didn't think anything of it. I was making my jokes, you know, flirty. The one gentleman was extremely attractive, very tall. Um, had a really weird accent. I couldn't put my mind on it. I couldn't put my finger on it. And I remember just, I would say some of my stand-up jokes, and he, like, was not laughing at them. I was like, oh, he does not take kind to me. He does. I was like, he fucking thinks I'm a weirdo. So then I'm doing, I was doing a musical series, and uh, since he said he was in the band, I wanted his information. I was like, well, you know, I'm doing a musical series. It would be cool if you would want to do some keyboard stuff there, blah, blah. So I was like, yeah, let me get your number. I didn't think anything of it. I messaged him um, maybe a day after, and I said, hey, I'm at my store all day because I own, I'm like working at a store in the downtown area and we convert it into a music venue at night. So I was like, I'm working at my store. If you want to come take a look at just the space I have for you guys. Um, he's like, I'm really busy today. I can't do it, but I definitely will come soon. And then he ended up coming and brought his daughter there. And that's kind of when I noticed a little more flirtatious from him, but I still kind of was just like, uh, and we didn't really even talk about the music thing that we're talking about we just kind of hung out and I had two of my friends kids there I was babysitting them for the day and he brought his daughter so they played and it was really cool it was kind of a cool way to get to know each other and then it just kind of developed into this thing where I didn't even think the realm of possibility with this guy like the caliber of what he does for a living and who he's associated with and you know just like how smart he was and articulate and everything I've wanted in a wanted everything I've wanted in red rose Red rose, how romantic. Everything I've wanted in the man um, was right there. And I just didn't think. I was like, oh, my God. The, there's just no way he's into me. Just based on his, not because of me. Like, I mean, I was putting on my best. I definitely put my best foot forward in there. I was like, well, let me get this piece of action. But he didn't, like, really like my jokes. And I think that's really important to have the same sense of humor. So I was like, yeah, he's not into me. Um, but then he explained later, we actually had a first date, and he was like, yeah, I was just super tired, but I thought you were hilarious. And I was like, oh, makes sense, I guess. But it still came off as you were super not into it. Uh, then I figured out he's a Sagittarius, and that's what Sagittarius' MOs are. They're, they'll act like they're not into it, you, but they are. Just in case you're not, they save themselves from, like, torture, apparently. I don't fucking know. So we had an amazing first date, and then we had an amazing second date, and we had an amazing third date, and then quarantine happened so it just kind of threw us in this weird thing that I'm stuck and he's stuck and it's almost like he's deployed and I'm deployed and we can't communicate I mean we can communicate but it's if we if we're communicating right now it's because we really care about each other and we see a future together and it wouldn't just be friendly communication it would be no matter what we say it's going to turn into a relationship and he read me a poem from the book I read you guys and it's hard because I miss him and you know if we decide that we're not going to be together in a romantic way and we're just going to be friends I'm so okay with that just because I just think he's an amazing person in general um, I think people are so afraid to be rejected that they don't realize the realm of possibility of that person just being a friend and sometimes the be- like some of my best friends are people I've dated so like I have a best friend I've dated like maybe Four years ago, we dated for a very brief moment, and then I, I broke it off because I was too afraid of what that meant to find someone that really connected with me so much, and I, it, wasn't, it, wasn't her. <laughs> it wasn't her, it was me, and I wasn't ready to, uh, to explore my fluidness or thinking that, you know, a marriage is just a man. I was, I've been a gay rights advocate for forever, but... When it came to me, it's it's hard. It's fucking hard to be like, oh my god, like what does that mean? What is society gonna think? Like, we would hold hands going to dinner, and I would be so just in my head, I couldn't even enjoy it. And then there was a time we were holding hands under the table when we were eating, and I she people were being um, homophobic to us, and I just didn't even know how to handle it. And she, I think, turned around and was like, 
oh, like, you guys were gonna, didn't know if you wanted to order the same food we have. Would you like some? And they just changed their tune on us. But it was too much for me. I wasn't ready for that. I had so much to deal with with myself. I couldn't handle taking on the responsibility of coming out of the closet or putting another label on me when I have so many diagnoses already. It just it wasn't going to work out. But I fucking love her. And we talk all the time. And she's one of my best fucking friends. And um, so I'm grateful for that. So if that happens with this kid, too, because he's afraid. I'm not afraid. I realize that he definitely could be the one. I think there's multiple ones. You meet the one multiple times in life. It doesn't have to be the one. Like, you're the one and only person I'm ever going to love. No, but you're definitely the one. You're definitely, the, could be the one. And if you don't give me the chance to be the one, then that's on you. And I'll be the one that got away. And I'll find someone else that is the one as well. And, you know, you'll be my friend, best friend forever. And we will never, like, not be in my life. You won't be in my life in, in the capacity that I want you in my life. But you'll still be there. Because um, I'm just not afraid. I'm not afraid of anything. I'm not afraid of giving my heart to someone and having it broken because that's part of life. I'm not afraid of trying stand up and failing because that's part of life. I'm not afraid to wear a bikini to the beach and be comfortable with my body even though I'm slightly overweight. I'm not fucking afraid. I'm not slightly overweight anymore with me cutting out drinking. I've lost, I went from a size 12 to a size 11 and I know, or size 11, I went to a size 12 to a size 4 and I know um, people are like, that wasn't big to begin with, but you have to remember if you're skinny your whole life and then you all of a sudden have a problem with weight, um, it's hard to deal with that because you've never had it as be an issue. It's like, when people make fun of fat people, I want to be like, you know, guess what? Everyone can be fat. So shut the fuck up. Sit down. Shut the fuck up. So, yeah, I don't know. That's my life. It's raining right now where I am in my car, my little office area, because my mom's been kind of crazy today, so I'm giving her space. I even texted her. I'm like, hey, I need space today, so I'm sitting in my car. I have things to do, podcasts to do, uh, other things I got to get done financially, so I'm chilling in my car. Uh, hope you have a wonderful day, though. I love you. Um, you know what? Yes, was it because of her I had to sit in my car? Yeah, but should I make her feel bad about that? Fuck no. So I just said, I'm taking space for me, and I love you. I hope you have a great day. She came out um, and was like, hi, honey. I'm like, hi. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, just reading a book. I'm doing some things I gotta do. She's like, okay. Love you. I'm like, love you too, mom. She knew that it was about her. She knew internally that the reason why I had to leave the house today was because she was being rude. Um, but hey, I'm not going to be like, you're rude. Change. I want her to see, seek that growth within herself. I accept the fact that she has mental problem, mental illness. I don't want to say problems, but mental illness. And I respect the fact that sometimes she can't communicate in the way that I can because not everyone can, everyone communicates differently. I mean, it's you can't fault people for getting angry. It's like, you have that emotion too. Sit down, shut the fuck up. So that's my podcast. Um, nonpartisan news. It's not just a political podcast. It's kind of just nonpartisan about everything. Like, just knock it the fuck off. It's kind of my whole philosophy in life now. Like, I, like I've gone through struggle. I'm, I'm over it. I don't need people to be like, Oh, God, Republicans suck. Democrats suck. This pizza sucks. Life sucks. I'm like, you suck, okay? You are the one that actually sucks. The pizza doesn't suck. The Democrats, the socialists, the fucking communists, they all, all suck. You fucking suck. You do. So how about you stop sucking? And you realize that pizza is probably damn good. And the Republicans sometimes have good ideologies on life. And yes, communism was great on paper, though it wasn't implemented well. But look who implemented it. I mean, can we all just shut the fuck up? Shut the fuck up, yeah. I want to make a coronavirus musical. So if Broadway's listening, which I know you're not, um, make that. Like, wash your hands. Oh, they told me to wash my hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't care. I went to spring break, spring break without a care. And then I killed my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I killed my family. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so last thing. Um, my other podcast with um, Jay, uh, Jay Seeley, we have a podcast called Our Vaginas Against the Universe. And it's more it's supposed to be more of a funny podcast talking about, you know, shit. Not vaginas. But sometimes vaginas we talk about everything there and it's been very political lately just and coronavirus more so just because honestly it's hard to get away from it but we are doing parody we're doing a parody jesus album in christmas and i just i'm just so excited to piss a bunch of people off 
because um, if you can't laugh at yourself, why are you laughing? If you can't laugh at yourself, why are you even laughing? I'm religious. I believe in Jesus. I go to church every Sunday. I can still laugh at a fucking Jesus show. Calm down. Stop being so serious. So rip the stick out of your ass. Sit down and shut the fuck up. Don't st- stick down when you have the stick in it because I want you to die. I want you to rip it out and then sit down. So, yeah. So, that's my podcast. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I sure did. I love listening to myself speak because I'm a narcissistic motherfucker. But I do hope that all is well. You're keeping your community and your loved ones safe. You are saying thank you to the essential workers and to the healthcare workers. You're saying thankful to your mom, your dad, anyone that you're quarantined with, board games, having fun, realizing that we're just all inconvenienced right now. And if you know people that are actually struggling, help them, ma'am. Man, text them. Say you're amazing and you're going to get through this and the words you choose to use matter. Stop being dramatic. Stop using negative self-talk. Stop fucking being dramatic with what you say. Stop. I'm very, very angry. No, you're just angry. Shut up. Um, you're very, when you say you're very, very angry, you make yourself very, very angry. Like, I mean, really? I'm struggling so bad right now. Are you actually, though? So that's my closing. Maybe I want everyone right now, after listening to this, to just sit down, shut the fuck up for a second, reflect, and maybe just take a nap. I'm, I'm going to take a fucking hard 4.15 nap and I'm going to love every minute of it because guess what I don't have to go anywhere oh my god no alarm no alarm no alarm this is the best shit ever I'm having the best fucking time ever and I know other people are not this is not me to be like wow you're a dick no I'm not the fucking person I'm not the fucking celebrities that are like oh, I can't believe we're quarantined and you're a three million dollar mansion I mean please cry me a motherfucking river Justin Timberlake alright bye guys I love you I hope that you have an amazing day And, yeah, just be kind to one another.